Dad Podcast, a conversation where you join David and Reese at the table as they talk about the many questions of life, whether you're in the car, at the gym, or just distracting yourself from being productive. Why don't you pull up a chair? We're glad you're here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hey Dad Podcast, where you join us at the table as we talk about the many questions of life. I'm Reese. And I am David. And he is my dad. And we're going to go ahead and jump in with the question of the day. All right. What is one of the most memorable birthday gifts you have ever received? Gosh, that's that's so difficult. I've had many, many birthdays. Um, okay, this is, it was close to my birthday, but it wasn't quite a birthday We'll gift. count it. We'll count it. Uh, a couple of years ago, I got my uh, master's degree, and for that, my mom got me mm-hmm. a Le Creuset pot. And Le Creuset is one of my favorite styles of cookware, and mm-hmm. it was the the Dutch oven. It's the big one. Yeah. And I, I remember you wanted so, that thing for oh, a while. I wanted that forever, and and it just almost jumped up and down at the restaurant. Uh, when I got it. That's probably been one of my favorite gifts I've gotten the last few years. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, for me, I get to cheat a little bit because what I would do growing up was I would combine my birthday money and my Christmas money True. and get one big gift mm-hmm. because my birthday is in November, everybody, which is the perfect month to have a kid. Like If you're thinking about having kids, have them be born in November because I loved it. It's far away enough from Christmas to where it doesn't get melded into one thing, but it's close enough to where you can do what I did to get this gift. It was, the year was 2005. (laughs) And I got a Nintendo Wii for Christmas slash birthday. It was both. And let me tell you, we all played the junk out of that. I mean, we from Wii Sports to the Me Channel, I still remember the theme songs, as everyone knows from a couple weeks ago since I... Did the doop 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 You're welcome, everybody. I know you wanted to hear that for sure, but I loved it, and I still have it, and it still works to this day. It doesn't look as good on the TVs now as it did in 2005. Oh, it looks like garbage. And like whenever I turn it on, you can hear like the little DVD, like not DVD, but the game trying to work. So the disc system's like. (laughs) Yeah, it's getting old. Yeah, it's basically like a weed eater now, but it plays games. And so uh, I absolutely loved that. Yeah, that was a good one. All right, so we're going to go ahead and jump into the topic of the day, which is something you wouldn't think about when it comes to adulting, but... As we've talked about earlier, I think it's one of the most important things to having a successful life as an adult. I agree. Contentment. Contentment defined is this. Feeling or showing satisfaction with one's possessions, status, or situation. So with that as the definition, I want to ask you this, Dad. Why is contentment so important to us? I think as an adult, contentment has a lot to do with our success. Yeah, I think people who are successful in life are people who've learned how to be content. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to live a, a life that's a well-lived life, you want to like, okay, I've lived a good life. It means that you know how to enjoy your life. 
Yeah. When you're content, it doesn't mean you're no, you're not still driven to do things. You don't, you know, you're not going to want to to grow and get better and do all that. That can still be there, but contentment is you understand that, you know, life is good. Mm-hmm. You know, can it get better? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you're going through a tough time, but contentment means you know, hey, I've got this. You kind of count your blessings in that, right? And you understand that I'm not going to own everything. Yeah. You know, even people who are billionaires, they're just billionaires. And you say, well, I'd like to be a billionaire. Well, okay. But it doesn't mean you have all the money. That's true. Elon Musk bought Twitter. Yeah. But he can't buy Facebook. No. He doesn't have Instagram. Yeah. He doesn't have every social media (laughs) platform. So that's just it. You can't, you're never going to have everything. Right. And I think there has to be that balance of, okay, this is where I'm at and I'm content with that. Yeah. You know, if you have a, a good life, you know, you got a family, you know, you've got these things, you can be content in that. You can still be driven and want to get better and do. But I think if you want to have what's a really successful life, you've got to learn to be content or you'll always be driven and you'll never enjoy your life. Yeah. I agree with that completely. You told me this quote a couple of months ago. Like you said this to me and it stuck with me. You said, Reese, it's good to want to grow, but it's not good to have to grow. Mm-hmm. You don't have to grow. You yeah. choose to grow. And I thought that really stuck with me because it's true. Like, ironically, the word driven has to do with like if like a, you're driving an animal to like carry a load, you yeah. know, it's being yeah. driven forward. Yeah. And so it's almost not good to be driven in that sense. It's good to be goal oriented, mm-hmm. to be growth oriented. But it's not from this sense of I have to have more or else it's not going to be enough. Yeah, I really do think so. Yeah, a lot of people are driven more out of their own insecurity, Mm -hmm. which means they're lacking that contentment. They're not satisfied with themselves. Yeah, they're not satisfied with who they are, what Mm -hmm. they do. Mm -hmm. I saw a video earlier of like uh, Photoshop fails that people posted. Yeah, like on Instagram, and it was hilarious Mm -hmm. because it was so obvious. You know that. Oh, my waist is only a 10, you know? Okay. That's a Photoshop waist. You know, you you did that on Photoshop. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a lot of people out there who are just driving, driving, driving their life because they're trying to fill something on the inside that's empty. I think you're right. And I think the habit of contentment is absolutely foundational. Yeah. It's something where if you don't get that right, everything else can't line up. Yeah. Because if you're not content you don't really have the clarity to even Mm -hmm. ask some of the deeper questions or pick some of the deeper directions because like you said, you're being driven by insecurity. You're being driven by all those other things, which if you want to learn more about insecurity, you can go to our first series on the podcast. There you go. Uh, Shameless self plug. Uh, um, Okay. So contentment, define it a little bit for us in your way. Like what's something about contentment that you think people miss? I think people think that contentment is something you just have. And it's not something you have. Contentment is a skill. It's a skill you cultivate. It's never a place you're going to reach. Right. It's a skill you have to have that no matter where you are, you learn how to be content. Yeah. That's really a, a something that you learn. It's not something you just, I, I've reached it. I've reached the paradise. I've reached the finish line. That's true. It's, it's a skill you cultivate which means you can get better at it. 
Mm-hmm. It's mean you recognize the things yeah. that you have, mm-hmm. the blessings that you have. You know, a lot of people talk about, you know, gratitude. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of people searching for contentment is they're trying to find that thing that makes them, okay, I'm content with life. Mm-hmm. And so I think we have to look at it not so much as a coat you put on, mm-hmm. you know, that, okay, I'm wearing my contentment. So today I'm content, but tomorrow I'm going to take my coat off. No, it's a skill. It's a habit that you you constantly practice. You get better at, you get better at, you get better at. Yeah, I think I think that's totally true because you also like, it's definitely not a destination Yeah. because there are people, like you said, with billions of dollars, mm-hmm. people with millions of followers, people with fans galore, opportunities galore that feel like they don't have enough. Our, uh, like we, what we talked about with that uh, song lyric from by Will I Am, I already made that Millie on my way to that Billy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's like he's like I made millions, but now I'm going for billions. Yeah, like that's okay. Let's not, you know. Yeah, and that's what I think a lot of people they they look at that and 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 we applaud that in our society. Oh, mm-hmm. they're driven. They're you know they're they've got that drive. They've got that, and and there is a there is a part of you that does want to have a drive, but that doesn't mean that you don't learn how to appreciate what you have. Yeah. And you can be going through hard times and still be content. You can be going through, you know, stuff that nobody would want to go through yeah. and still be content because it's a skill you've learned. And I think yeah. that's the key is is you have to actually work. It's like exercise. You got to make that contentment muscle get stronger and stronger. Yeah. And I think you can see when somebody's not content and that it's not a destination by vacations. There are some vacations where people are just vibing. They're having a great time. They're just chilling. But then there are some vacations where people are constantly checking their work email. Yeah. Or are constantly looking at the stocks or trying to like kind of trying to halfway work while they're resting. Yeah. You know, it's because they haven't built that habit. Mm -hmm. Now, let's say somebody says, forget about contentment. I'm just going to do whatever I want. What are some of the traps you can fall into if you aren't content? I think one of the things is when you see someone who's driven and always has to be more and do more, those are the people who a lot of times end up in debt mm-hmm. because they they always think, well, when I buy this, it's going to fix. If I buy that, it's going to fix. And I'm not saying people sometimes don't go into debt for one thing or another, mm-hmm. you know, for legitimate circumstances. But right. someone who that's their lifestyle, mm-hmm. they're always in debt because they're always buying more. They're always yeah. thinking when I get the new phone, mm-hmm. then I'll be happy. Well, yeah. then a year later, another phone comes out and they're going to be like, oh, I want that phone. And it just kind of rolls and rolls and rolls. You see that with debt. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's definitely that way when it comes to money. It is also that way when it comes to relationships. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think one of the best examples is from Dragon Ball, which I have Dragon just... Ball. <laughs> um, Dragon Ball. There's this character named Bulma, and she's this teenage girl who she wants a boyfriend, and she gets one, and he's one of the strongest people in the world. He's like this handsome dude, and she's infatuated with him at first, but uh, she hears that he's fighting against somebody else in the tournament, and she's like, I wonder what he looks like. And one of the people is like, what the heck? Like, you're dating the other dude that's about to fight him. And she's like, well, it's not bad to keep your options open. He might be cuter. And I was like, oof, that's rough. But there are people that are kind of like that. Yeah, there's a lot of people who they, they go from relationship to relationship and, and the term, you know, the grass is always greener. Yep. You know, there's people who 
They think, and, and that comes from this fact of not being content with what they have and wondering if maybe I'm missing something that's better. Right. You know, maybe I've got something that's good, but maybe that other person's better. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people are driven by that in their relationships. Yeah. And I think it can also lead to a place of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean anxiety in terms of like fear. Yeah. I mean anxiety in terms of feeling like you have to do more. Yeah. Um, I know that's something I struggle with is like this sense that I should be doing more. Mm-hmm. And a, a good combat to that is contentment, which yeah. is really practicing like what what God says when he says, be still and know that I'm God. Mm-hmm. Like that's a habit, like you said. Like yeah. that's, that is a lifestyle. Yeah, and a lot of people, they with our society today, there's a, there's a big fear of missing out. That's true. What am I missing? And, and so they're not content where they're at because they're always afraid, I'm going to miss maybe being in the know. I'm going to miss being the latest or whatever. And so a lot of people live their whole life always trying to keep up because they're afraid of being seen as, you know, oh, you're doing what was last year instead of this year. There's a lot of anxiety living that way. Yeah. I think a big part of it can also be being content with yourself. Yeah. Like, am I content with who I am? Because I think sometimes we're driven because we're afraid that we aren't enough. Um, yeah. And, and I think being content, and I think in Christ, is going to be vitally important to being able to live that way. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, they, they mistake, you know, they talk about having a purpose in life. And everybody should have a purpose. Everybody yeah. should have something they're kind of living for, what they're all about. Yeah. But your drive should not be your purpose. Yeah. You know, if someone says, you know, my purpose in life is to be driven, to be number one, yeah. well, that's going to eat you alive. Yep. You know, you're never going to build contentment because you're always going to be driven. So you'll never be able to learn how to rest, how to yeah. maybe have good relationships. Um, and what you want to do is you want your purpose to drive you. Mm-hmm. You don't want your drive to be your purpose. You know, if you have a purpose, I want to make a difference in the world. I want to have the best family possible. You know, I want to get out of debt and mm-hmm. live, you know, this way or that way. That's a purpose and that can drive you. You just don't want the fact that, you know, you're driven to, I've got to always be, I've always got to get better. I've always, you know, it, it's hard because people say, well, are you saying not to have a drive? I'm saying no. You just don't want the drive to be what you're all about. Yeah, it's almost like you got to watch where you're coming from. Yeah. A big part of its motivation. Mm-hmm. If the motivation is because you want healthy growth, awesome. Yeah. Keep it up. Yeah. If the motivation is I have to do more to be enough or I have to give more to have enough, mm-hmm. then it's coming from a place that is no longer healthy. It's coming from a place that will drain you instead of helping you actually grow. Yeah. And so those are all pitfalls of contentment. Those are all things that people struggle with. And I think we've established what that looks like Yeah. and why that's a bad thing. Just to give you guys an idea of where we're going, uh, we're going to look at some of the factors that work against contentment and then some of the differences between a healthy view and an yeah. unhealthy view, yeah. uh, entitlement, how to get past that, and then some practical tips on how we can get better with contentment so that you can be successful in your adulting life. But for now, let's go ahead and move on to the questions.
So we got some good questions today, some things that I think are very relevant. Uh, the first one is this. How do I get myself to do things that I don't feel like doing? Wow. Um, <laughs> that's so foundational. <laughs> that's like that's like the ultimate question of life. If you could it, bottle that and sell it, you'd be yeah, a billionaire. It really is. Uh, I, I think the key to that is understanding that you'll probably never get to the point where you always do the things you don't feel like doing. I mean, if you, if you didn't feel like doing something, you know, you're not likely to do it. Yeah. But sometimes I think we have these unrealistic expectations. You know, I want to do everything. Um, like, I want to learn a new language. I want to play the piano and the ah, saxophone and this now. and that in the next two months. That's me. Yeah. I'm totally... I know. I, I do that too. Oh, I'm and in so, the same boat. So what we have to understand is, okay, I can't do that. Who, who does that? Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we have to look at why are we not feeling like doing something? Because maybe we have unrealistic expectations. Okay, that's part of it. That's one side of it. The sure. other side is, you know, <laughs> we may have to fight our own laziness. Yeah. We may have to fight our own inability to get up. You know, like, like if you're sitting watching something and then you end up binge watching, you know, like let's say I sit down and I'm going to watch one anime. And it's a major fight scene, and I end up watching five animes. Mm-hmm. Well, I just busted a lot of my time, mm-hmm. you know, but I didn't want to stop watching them. Mm-hmm. So I made the choice. Now, there may be some consequences to that. Maybe I don't get something done around the house I wanted to do or things like that. So, so what you have to do is start thinking of, okay, what's the best choice right now? You're not always going to make the right one. What you want to do is look at that, you know, shoot for getting a D a C, a B, and an A, I think is a good way to, to balance it out to where, okay, maybe right now I'm making D choices. You know, most of the time, uh, I only do what I feel like doing. So I, let's say if I was in school, I'd get a D. Okay, well, what do you need to do to get a C? Mm-hmm. Maybe you can begin changing your choices a little bit better or putting yourself in a better position to make those choices. Like some people have a hard time getting up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't mean you just, okay, I want to get up. No, the key to getting up early is going to bed early. Mm-hmm. If you don't go to bed early, getting up, you're going to feel like a truck ran over you. Mm-hmm. So what you have to do is sometimes some of those things you don't feel like doing may be because there's other things you could do to set yourself up to feel like that. Like That's I heard good. a story of a guy who wanted to work out in the morning. Mm-hmm. So what he started doing was laying out his workout clothes the night before. Mm-hmm. So when he got up, they were right there. He didn't have to choose to get those out. They were there. And he said he worked out more by doing that than by just thinking, oh, I'll just get dressed in the morning. Yeah. And so I think that's one of the keys is what we have to do with it. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, to me, just to say back to you what you were saying. One, there are moments where you're just going to have to suck it up. Mm -hmm. Like there's going to be times where you just got to do it. But two, you should make your environment work for you instead of against you. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess my piece of advice would be you almost always make better decisions when you're looking further down the line Mm -hmm. instead of in the moment. I think the issue is a lot of times we wait for a moment to come where we have free time or a moment to come where we have something that we want to do. And then we have to make the decision in that moment. Whereas if you plan to do it beforehand, 
it's almost like your brain's mentally prepared for that. Yeah, that's good. Um, like if I'm coming back from work one day and I'm tired and I have not planned anything, mm-hmm. my gut instinct is going to be to sit on the couch and do nothing, yeah. you know, whether that's yeah. playing a game or watching a show or whatever. Every time, because it's easy. But if earlier that week I've been like, you know what, Tuesday night would be a great night to work on songwriting. Mm-hmm. Or Tuesday night, I'd love to look at camera options for filming this or that. Yeah. You know, I know that going in. So I'm not getting home with the expectation to where my body mind is like, it's time to sit down and do nothing. Yeah. Uh, you get to look ahead. Yeah, that's good. And sometimes what I do is I kind of dangle my own carrot in front of me. That's smart. Like, uh, like sometimes I write articles on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm writing an article and I'm, maybe I'm not into it, I'm like, okay, if I, if I bust this for 30 more minutes, let me just get 30 more minutes, then I'll do something else. Mm-hmm. And so that does, it kind of focuses my brain. And a lot of times I get more writing done because I know I've got a deadline. I put right. myself on that deadline. And for some reason, that just makes me more productive. Yeah. No, I think that's smart. That's just part of human nature, I feel like. Okay. So the second question is this. How do you handle the heat of the South? I'm dying over here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If somebody has moved to the South and they've never lived here, especially if they're from a a northern climate, it's tough. I think it's going to take you at least a year or two to kind of, you kind of get used to it. Yeah. I mean, you understand that sweating is just part of it during the summer. You're going to sweat. It's going to happen. But a lot of times you handle it by... Being inside more. Oh, well, no, hundred percent. You know, it's like you get from your air-conditioned house to your air-conditioned car. Oh, yeah. To you, you know, you don't go out that much. Mm-hmm. And but part of it is you just learn. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sweat. Yep. Like, and you learn to do some things. Like instead of cutting your yard at noon, okay, I'm going to cut it in the morning or late afternoon when mm-hmm. it starts to go down. So you start trying to do things to handle the heat, but you know, it's just hot. Yeah. I agree with you. You spend less time outside. That's number one. Because yeah. it's true in the South, you go from the air-conditioned car to the air-conditioned house to the air-conditioned office because it's just miserable outside. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I agree with setting the schedule to where it works for you instead of against you, which mm-hmm. kind of has to do with the previous question. Hell yeah, that's bit. true. But Continuity. Yeah. We're playing that for sure. For sure. <laughs> uh, the other thing I would say probably is just stay hydrated. Yeah, that's Staying it. hydrated is so important. Yeah. I know. I drink more water now than I ever have in my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad. Because frankly, right now, while we're recording, this is, it's hot in here, y'all. Yeah. Because we can't have the AC running or else you'll constantly hear yeah. in the background. And so we get you, whoever's asking this question. We understand. Yeah, we're dying part, over here. Yeah. Part of it's just bearing it. Final question. What is your favorite social media platform? Okay, I'm, I'm going to probably break some molds on this. Do it, do it, do I, it. I'm, you know, 55-year-old man, but I am really enjoying TikTok. TikTok? I knew it. I, I knew you were going to say TikTok. I am. It's because because I, my, my daughter uh, gave me some advice. She said, Dad, give it some time. Like the stuff you like, and the algorithm will send you stuff you enjoy. Mm-hmm. And it does now. Because when I first got on, I didn't like it because it just was stuff I wasn't interested in. But I did. I like the stuff. And now I, I enjoy it. In fact, I'm having to be careful myself. Yep. It's like, okay, 
I, no, I don't need to be TikToking right now because I'll, I'll bust 20 minutes, done. 30 Easy. minutes, you know, you're like, oh, wow. Mm -hmm. And so I get the addictive nature of it. Oh, yeah. And I'm not saying it's the best thing to give to a small child. Um, it's one of the worst things, probably. Yeah, yeah, probably is. <laughs> but as an adult, I can recognize, okay, that's too much time. Um, but yeah, I, I really do. I find myself going there more and more, mm -hmm. more so than Facebook, Instagram. I post things on those. I don't post anything on TikTok because I just don't feel like I'm... I'm a TikTok, TikTok posts person. are usually cringy, man. Yeah, like yeah. unless it's somebody who's actually like really putting time into it. Yeah, like if some person's just lip syncing, you're just like, no. Yeah, no. yeah, and there's and that's part of why you go there because you want to see the cringiness and laugh at it. Um, True. But yeah, that's that's probably the one I go to the most right now. Yeah, I have not downloaded TikTok yet. <laughs> Reason being, I don't think I could handle it. Yeah, I don't think I do well with it. However, Instagram now has Reels, yeah. which is basically TikTok. It is. And so I guess Instagram would be my choice because mm -hmm. it's a little bit of everything. You yeah. can find new pictures, new videos. Uh, but one of these days I'll probably get TikTok and, and I'll join y'all's camp. Because the videos, like the Reels is mostly what I do on Instagram yeah, anyway. on Instagram, yeah. So I, I, I basically do, do have TikTok. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, cool. Hopefully you guys have learned a little bit more about us and about the subject of contentment. We will continue that next week. Thank you guys so much for joining us this week on the Hey Dad podcast. We pray you guys have a blessed day. And if you want to send us any questions, feel free to do so. We're going to pass it on over to Wayne. Thank you for joining us on the Hey Dad podcast. If you enjoyed the episode today, subscribe so you don't miss any new content. We'd also love for you to rate and leave a review and help us get the word out to more people. If these talks are making your life better, we ask that you share them with someone else. If you have any questions for us or anything going on in your life you want an opinion on, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at questions at heydad.us or send us a message on our Instagram page at the Hey Dad Podcast. Join us next week. We'll have a chair waiting for you.